Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Suttala. And I'm Casey McBride. And we're here with another fun episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. As soon as I find the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, neither one of us was ready. Casey was already starting to say something, and I'm like, oh, no. All right, here we go. Here's another fun episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. We're happy that you're joining us. No, that was all I was going to do was adjust my camera because I noticed I was like way far down. So that's why I, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> but it still, it still threw me off that it's like, oh, wait, go down here. Uh, right now, I'm just clicking the button to go live on Facebook. And if you're joining us and you're a fan of the show, if you want to take a moment, uh, share the page to wherever you feel would create a contribution for somebody or if there's a group that you know of, we certainly um, honor your ability, your willingness to help us uh, get the message out there, because it's going to take me just a moment to do the sharing here, too. So I'm kind of stalling with what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, but Casey, why don't you talk about your awesome, awesome new video that you just posted, which is like um, already has like a ton of views and really gives a good view of how quickly shamanic healing can uh, facilitate change in people. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. Um, it is a compilation of five different shamanic healings that I did for people over the course of the last uh, like few days. And um, these are uh, um, in most of the videos. There are people that had uh, like pretty bad physical pain. Um, and uh, within a matter of like five minutes, uh, it was a, we were able to completely get rid of all of the pain for each one of these people. Um, and uh, so I took, uh, they're not the full sessions on there. I just kind of took, uh, like I condensed them down a little bit, cut out a little bit of the like me running the energies and doing light language and all that. So um, you get oh, it. Oh, that's the best part, the light language. You cut that out? But if you guys, well, there is some of it in there. But oh, the reason God. I did that is because if I were to have left the full five sessions uh, in a row, it would have been, I don't know, it would have been a long video. Um, so, oh, but okay. each, each, if you, if you, uh, each one of those sessions that you saw in there um, over the course of the next uh, like uh, month, they will be posted um, as their own individual full sessions. So I'm gonna have the compilation videos I'll post, but then also there will be every week a full healing um, session video on there. So you can kind of get a feel for what happens during one of these uh, short sessions. Um, but it was so fun to do that. And I'm doing more actually after today, I will have filmed enough for a second five healing compilation already. And that one just went up yesterday. So I'm really excited about that. There's all kinds of people that are um, in need of healing and are and are willing to uh, um, have me film it. And so it's just been really, really cool to work with everyone to do that. Casey filmed one for me, but the first person I worked with, I did a, an exercise where I had them like kind of do some vocalization. I think I intimidated everybody. And so I only got one video so far. <laughs> <laughs> but out of all the things I could have picked, I picked the one that intimidates the people the most. But that's what the gentleman needed for that moment. So. He did. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, my buddy John, who may, uh, he watches all these episodes. So, John, if you're watching, thank you so much for uh, being open to that. But um, our, our, our friend, um, Hank didn't know this, but, um, he has kind of, uh, um, how to put it, uh, he's, has sort of issues and blockages around being, um, loud. Like he once told me that because he is like really, really tall and kind of like a, uh, like just large stature guy, um, that he like is, he, he's always really quiet and conscious about how loud he is. Cause he doesn't want people to like, uh, 
be afraid of him, I guess, as like a subconscious thing he kind of deals with. And um, so when I saw Hank like, getting ready to do that with him, I was like, oh, wow. And Hank said he, he had only done that for one other person before. And and uh, so I thought that was just an incredible synchronicity that out of all the people. Oh, and did we even tell what the thing was about? We didn't. So it, it involved uh, my friend John making a really loud noise and like yelling. And um, I was like, oh, man, he does not like to do that at all. So um, it was amazing to help him. I think it probably helped him like move past at least a good portion of whatever that block was. Yeah, like I was opening up each one of the Nawi centers and for the throat. And usually I just go on the throat and I'll take the energy and I'll pull it up. But I'm like, no, for, for this moment, I, I had him do three deep breaths and then like pulling up all the heaviness that would, was blocking him from having his own unique voice in the world. And as I pulled the mesa away and I did it with him. So, you know, you're not making a weird noise by yourself. Uh, and we're both always like, ah! like throwing the hucha up to connect i didn't say this to him but what you do is you take that and we throw that as kind of like a spear or a tether that takes it deep 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 into the upper world to make a connection there so you're actually using that hucha as a vehicle you're offering it to the upper world and it's carrying that connection uh for you to express your own unique voice in this world so it's um it was just really fun really fun i love that yeah oh and uh well speaking of Anyone who's interested, are we opening that up, the one tomorrow? I know it's virtual, but are we doing that for live people as well in person? Uh, well, we were going to do it in the afternoon, but you know, in order to get schedulers up and things, it's kind of short notice, so we can kind of play it by ear. But if people are interested in coming to have like a little one-on-one -on -one healing uh, and and contribute to our little um, uh, our compilations that we're doing. Uh, we are going to be doing that tomorrow um, after the group healing session, which also I found out at the center, someone has a, a, a session scheduled in the practitioner room. So we got to be a little bit mindful, but I think while well, just checking with the practitioner ahead of time, I think what we're doing will be a contribution for him. But I want to be a little bit mindful of how loud we are if that is not the case. <laughs> okay. <dokie. laughs> um, uh, yeah. And so what, for anyone who's interested in what we're talking about, we are doing a group sh virtual shamanic healing session for anyone who wants to join in. Uh, it's on Stir Crazy Shaman's Facebook page. The event is there. Uh, you can register virtually. It doesn't cost anything. You can make an uh, offering if you wish, but it is not required. Uh, and if you register, then we'll include your name when we're calling in the, the spirits and the opening ceremony. Um, and then we're going to have a group healing for whoever wants to be energetically present. Um, and then what we're thinking about doing is afterward, um, if not it, physically, I think we may open the floor for a couple of people um, to have little like one-on-one -on -one virtual sessions. But um, I'd really like to do in person. So if anyone's in the Northeast Ohio area, wants to meet up at Holistic Health and Healing in North Olmstead, um, you could just message us or uh, or whatever. Let us know you're gonna you're gonna show up. Um, but we'd really love to have anyone. But either way, the virtual thing's gonna be really cool. So everyone who wants to show up for that, um, we would love to have you be energetically present. Yep, and even if you aren't signing up ahead of time, you can still catch the stream. The difference will be is when I do the opening ceremony, um, I will specifically be calling in your katari, your own unique voice in this world, to be part more, more singled out, I guess, in the ceremony. But everybody, even if you're not having that, you'll still get benefit from it. It's just we're kind of personalizing it a bit with the way that we're doing it. All right, so yeah. much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, you know what? Um, I was doing these spirit guide readings and there were even a couple episodes where I came on and I was just very excited about doing all of that. And um, it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, for years, you know, for the past like 10, 12 years, I've been really passionate about healing. And um, 
uh, I just guess I didn't realize the, the potential, like for getting this stuff out there on the internet that was there. And then Spirit was like, hey, man, you know, you're a really powerful healer. Like you could be doing this virtually as well. It doesn't just have to be the Spirit Guide readings. And then when I kind of just opened up and started doing the live streams for healings and then asking if people wanted to do it in person, like so many people are in need of healing. And uh, so quickly I'm able to facilitate really powerful healing for people. And I just, I am so excited about this. I'm so like high on, he, on this. Wave. He's going to be like Long Island healer. Over yeah. This guy. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's, it's funny. You've mentioned Long Island media. You don't know who that is? Uh, not oh, okay. really. I've heard, well, I've heard that. I've heard that name or term many well, times. Well, so it's a kind of like a reality show where this medium just goes up to people and gives messages because she'll be like getting her hair oh, done yeah. and like the person next to her, like there's her grandma's in spirit or something. And she's like, hey, do you, and she just gives the message. So when I mentioned that, it's like the, she's out there in public. Now, when you have a whole camera crew around you, probably people are a little bit more like, oh, yeah, something's going on. Right. But can you imagine like? Anyway, it's just so, so speaking of that, really cool. So my uh, I, I spoke to my mother um, and I was like, hey, mom, do you have any uh, like like cardboard paper and like a like a marker or something where you could make a sign <laughs> for me? And, uh, and she's like, she's like, no, I think I threw all that stuff out when you guys moved out. And um, so she called me back uh, like a little while later. She's like, hey, I found uh, I found cardboard in the markers. And I made a, a couple of signs for you if you want to come pick them up. So she just wrote free healing in big letters. And my idea is to go to somewhere like Edgewater Park, um, like where there's a lot of people, and just kind of hold up a sign or put a sign somewhere that says <laughs> free healing. And anyone that comes up, just be like, hey, if you're okay with me filming this, they'll get a free uh, healing session. Like, do you have any pain? And so like kind of not quite walking up to random people and being like, Hey, are you in pain? But like still doing it out in public to strangers. I think. <laughs> yeah. That, that way uh, people are intimidated by you coming up to them. That's pretty cool. <laughs> right. So, so Hank, if you want to be a part of that, you can be, you can, uh, um, you yeah, can definitely. I almost had, it came out yesterday. Um, but I, I thought, well, I would have maybe uh, done something yesterday, but for some reason I thought you were coming to the center and then I forgot that your appointment had a change or whatever. But <laughs> question for you, yesterday, because we have the apprenticeship coming up too, and um, yesterday on the call with Angie and her friend Karen, I was on, on Lilydale Talk Radio. I'll be on again next Monday doing uh, readings with Angie. But one of, the, one of the questions that came up that I didn't realize people might not know is when people hear the term apprenticeship, uh, like a shamanic apprenticeship and things like that, or even shaman, uh, like what all that means because karen was jokingly saying what if i become like an apprentice does that mean I, i'm going and getting your coffee like an intern or something like that <laughs> so I, I know you're kind of new to the program so just in your own words would you describe like what is shamanism one and two uh, what is the apprenticeship to you like what does that mean for you now that you're kind of uh in the work yeah uh well shamanism uh, again we know is the term shamanism is specific to the Tungus tribe of the people of Siberia. So they're, they're indigenous healers uh, or called shamans. Um, but that has since become kind of like a catch-all term that we use here in the West uh, for any kind of indigenous healing or like nature mystic practices. Um, usually it refers to uh, like the healing arts or, or journeying, like shamanic journeying. Um, but in uh, more personalized, what it kind of means to me is like, the shaman, I like to say, is the bridge between the worlds. Um, so we are uh, in the physical world, but we are aware of all of the various realms of spirit. And in being in communication with these uh, spiritual beings and energies that are present everywhere, um, we are able to um, 
uh, bring back certain knowledge about how to affect the physical world. And that can be through healing or like divination or uh, like even like affecting the weather. And was, that was important a lot more uh, in tribal times than it is today, but um, all kinds of uh, um, basically like in, in tribal times, if people had a problem, an issue, <laughs> physically or like otherwise, like with the tribe, they would go to the shaman and he was the one that would fix it. Right. Um, so, still to this day, how it is for the Caro people in the high mountains of Peru, they're still relying on their medicine people, the Caro or the Paco Cuna uh, for that kind of thing. Cause the nearest hospital is like a day's hike out and then hopefully you get a ride to the city, you know? Right. Um, so, uh, but in a modern setting, it's much the same thing. You know, people have pain, emotional issues. Um, uh, that's mainly what people are coming for to me for is, is for healing from either physical pain, which is sort of my specialty. I specialize in dealing with physical pain, uh, but also emotional release, um, anxiety, depression, that sort of thing. Um, and an apprenticeship uh, to me uh, just means you are studying directly under that, like as far as in the, like the shamanic thing, you're studying directly under the teacher and he is just passing on uh, as much of his knowledge as he can within the time that um, you have together. Um, so it's basically a way to um, sort of not only be initiated into the um, the healing arts of a certain tradition, but to really uh, learn uh, not just the ceremony, but um, the methods for connecting with the spirit, spirits of the lineage and the techniques that have been passed down for generations. Right. And the thing that I would add on to that is really the, the, the way that Zane learned, which is my teacher, he learned over a very long period of time. And you might go and they would give you like one little nugget of information. And uh, so like the modern day apprenticeship is he's taken decades of learning and condensed it down to what we do in like seven weekends. And now there's a 20 week virtual version, but it's really an immersion at every single, um, every single time you meet virtually or in person, you're opening in ceremony, you're closing in ceremony and you're going through the different energetic practices and then have a week or more to integrate it. So it's um, really getting intimate with the work. So it's, and it's more your connection stepping into your own personal power as well. Just having the guidance from a brother that's been on the path a little bit longer, but it, we don't look at it as a hierarchy or anything like that either. And it is amazing. Um, there are, there were certain things about the way that I worked, like, you know, I've been doing healing work for a long time and I've been trained by the spirits. There are certain things that Zane has said that I think maybe to other people may have, uh, like, I don't know if it had really any impact on them, but there were things that I was like, wow, that was meant for me to hear in that moment. And that just took all of the stuff that was kind of floating around in the subconscious mind and in my spirit and just focused it. And it's like, that's how I do that. And literally just after him saying like one sentence that makes things click, I'm like, oh, I can do all this stuff now. <laughs> so I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like it goes way beyond the words that he's that he's sharing. Um, but oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's oh, I just saw this. Yeah, comment. Good morning from Alaska. Yeah, that, that's actually my aunt. Good morning. Yeah, good so morning. happy that you've uh, found a show. <laughs> We're actually planning an entire episode talking about our Alaska adventures. So I'm looking forward. We've talked about that a couple <laughs> times. You got it for like three months now. <laughs> so, well, why don't we each get a little photo album together of our trip? And I have like the video of like the big brown or was it? I think brown bear or grizzly bear. I'm not sure, but there was no fence and we were really close. Unfortunately, other people ran slower than us, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it just was such a, a magical adventure, one, because of the immaculate nature that you're surrounded by, and two, the spiritual experiences that occurred from my uh, story about my 
grandfather, grandfather, my father-in-law catching a fish with the help of spirit, which he doesn't know, uh, or getting my peace pipe. And I'm sure you have all kinds of wonderful stories as well from when you were there. Oh, it was a beautiful, beautiful time. It, I, you know, I've been to um, a large portion of the United States. Um, I've been uh, to Ireland and Canada. Um, um, so I've seen a lot of natural beauty, but Alaska to me was just by far, uh, by and far the most beautiful place I had ever seen. Yep, concurred. I've been to Ireland as well. Um, and there's nothing that compares. So, and I totally get it. My, it's hard to get my aunt out of that state at any time during the summer in the winter <laughs> they'll travel but like if you go if you go up there in the summertime it's just like the days are so long like we were driving once and you're not even tired you're just driving and the next thing you know it's like one o'clock in the morning but it's totally light out so you <laughs> have no clue <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, and, uh, it's like yeah we really should go to bed because we want to do stuff tomorrow and uh it, it you know of course in the winter you get the opposite of that but uh in the nothing if i could have a summer home in alaska that's where the magic's at for me in the summer wow <laughs> And the winter has the northern lights, so there's advantages. I went there one time in the winter, specific, like because I wanted to see the northern lights. And uh, my cousin Eric actually woke me up. I was sleeping. He's waking me. He's like, I I've never seen it like this before. You got to come. And they were driving, and as we go over the hills, it's just like this big, it almost looked like this huge eagle in the sky, this alive eagle in the sky, just there. It was awesome. Uh, Faith has a question here. Yeah. Uh, she was saying, can we talk more about the difference uh, difference between some different traditions or lineages of shamanism? What is a good resource to find the one for me? Ooh, I like that. Um, so I'm not all that well-versed in like sp specific uh, traditions of a lot of different lineages. Um, like I said, I'm more directly taught by the spirits, but I know, um, like for example, uh, in some of the northern traditions, they focus a little bit more on shamanic journeying um, and uh, like actually like traveling through the realms of spirit. And I think uh, in like this tradition, uh, the, the Pakakuna tradition, we more instead of like traveling out to spirit and then like bringing things back, it's more like we just bring the energies to us for uh, to to do the healing or whatever work we're doing. Is that what I'm? Yeah. Yeah, instead of going out of your popo, you pull the energy into your popo, into your bubble, and all, all the initiations, you actually go to where the energy is naturally present. So like the very first day of the apprenticeship, we go to some place that has the divine feminine and the divine masculine, usually a Catholic church, doesn't matter what the church is, but you're connecting with the different um, different energies of the upper world. And you, you, you're you going to a church because the prayers of the people create a waka, an I, it's a natural um crossroads to the upper world. Uh, so that's one thing with the Carol tradition. If you really want to get into the original um, shamanic uh, tradition, uh, the one from the Tungus tribe of Siberia, the only teacher I know of, uh, and she doesn't like me, unfortunately, because we had a, a very interesting uh, interaction. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, that will be one episode. Like, if you if you want to get, uh, you know, um, trampled as a light worker, I'll read this email she sent me. Uh, oh, but, 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 but I, of course, I'm going to wait long enough so people will it will be won't be in the context of her but anyway she she has a couple books and you can tell she said some metaphysical training that uh if, for me like the language that she used was um amazing and then she has like a, a 20 week um like online virtual thing you can join uh, a couple different things and she's a reiki teacher but if you just google village elder maggie you can find her and then for like the northern traditions it's really hard because they are so protective of the information and the best way to um to do that is you try to find someone that knows someone and you go to the reservation you bring the blankets and the groceries and you ask them to teach and it really helps to facilitate uh, someone 
someone that knows him. And there's one gentleman that travels. They call him, his name is, uh, it's not Tim Beard. Mike, uh, his last name is Beard. I cannot remember. I got to look it up. You said, you, you, it's so funny. You almost said Mike Beard, and I have a friend whose nickname is Mike Beard. Oh, I cannot. <laughs> like his name, and I've hosted him for events. He the might be watching this episode, actually. <laughs> no, James, it's James Beard. James Beard. So um, he, he, he doesn't call himself an elder, but he's a Native American storyteller, and he travel, he'll come through the area, and it's really random. So like, if you ever see me saying, hey, we have someone at HHH, it's uh, James Beard. Um, like it, it's it's like really try to prioritize when he comes through because he doesn't give me notice and he'll just be rolling through and we'll put something up and but he'll tell these stories about the different uh, native traditions and he is very well networked in all those areas so if he sees someone that's truly authentic and wanting to learn the work he'll make the connection for you uh, but really for any of the northern traditions you can find people that teach it a little bit but the the real um, the elders in those traditions are very reserved and uh, you got to know someone to really get connected with them, unfortunately, or fortunately, there's, there's two edges of that coin. Um, and I can ask Zane and have some book recommendations for if you want to like a little bit of a taste, if you want the tradition Casey and I are apprenticing, but from the feminine point of view, uh, Elizabeth Jenkins is one of his sisters on the path and she has a couple books like the fourth level would be a good one or start with Zane's book, uh, Inca Mountain Magic would be a good book to start with. Uh, or what was the one, uh, the children, Return of the Children of Light? It is a lot of, it's a channeled book, but it has a lot of the Inca um, stories and things. So if you want to kind of hear about the stories around the traditions, that would be a great one. Oh, I forgot. Casey was telling me I had a talk on my own at nine, and he just, uh, I was on a roll, so I didn't even tell everybody, hold on, I'll be back. Uh, but does that help a little bit, or was there something that was quick? Yeah, no, I just had to grab something. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to need to talk for like minutes. I'm all like all getting ready, and then you get all nervous and flustered there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Faith, if, um, does that help, or is that, or is there a particular tradition? Because I might be able to make a recommendation if there's like a hint of what you, you're interested in. Uh, but energetically, the tool of Hucha and Sami, heavy and light, is how you can choose uh, what you would like to learn and what would create the greatest possibility. You could write down every single tradition that you're considering. And maybe for you, it's not one tradition. Uh, like I'm a big fan of learning an unbroken tradition and like having that in totality and then pulling things in from other places. It's just kind of, uh, that's one reason I was drawn to Zane, but I've studied with a lot of different uh, teachers as well for shamanism, but that was my main thing. And that's an unbroken tradition that I pull into that. Uh, but just write down all the things you're considering on like index cards, shuffle them up, and then just put your hands, face them down and put your hands on them and see which one feels like if you ask, if I studied this, how does my life feel five years from now? And then you put that feeling out on a trajectory and you can really feel how different it is. And you do that for each of the cards. And you, that's how my wife and I picked where we were going to live, like where we were going to buy a house. We were like, what city are we going to live in? And we're like, Westlake, we can't afford a house in Westlake. But we looked anyway and we found like the perfect opportunity that was in our budget. So, um, if, but that would be a great way to energetically without taking any of my recommendations, just write down all the things you're considering and kind of use your own knowing and your own inner compass uh, to choose. Yeah. Um... And I was going to say, uh, well, Hank, we at some point, me and Hank are going to get together and um, we're going to start just filming these videos. But um, I am also because what I do um, again, I, I'm just starting to learn this particular uh, uh, tradition that I'm being trained in now. But um, I uh, have been doing this work um, for, like I said, about 12 years. So I um, I'm going to be putting together a course 
to teach sort of from my perspective how to learn how to do this stuff. And it's not, you know, there's there's not a lot of ceremony around it or anything. It's just directly, here's how you learn to sense energy. Here's how you learn to, um, you know, uh, manipulate it. Uh, manipulate is not like my favorite word for it, but it works. Manipulate, <laughs> but, um, the definition of manipulation is a skillful handling of an energy. So you're okay, fine. Well, yeah, good. but there, there's a lot of point of view around that word, but uh, right. um, if you peel that off, it's good. But then, uh, and then um, how to uh, like uh, communicate with your uh, spirit guides, a little bit of like journeying work is thrown in there. Um, and then um, uh, it, everything kind of will build on itself um, and lead up to how to perform these really powerful, uh, almost instantaneous um, physical healings. Um, so that is something uh, there, there will be a whole course on how to do. And as of right now, um, I have a few people who have asked me who are interested in learning this stuff. Um, but the problem is people get busy. Um, like I have the one friend who's really says he wants to learn. He's like, all right, we'll get together this week. And then, you know, something comes up and he's like, Oh, well maybe we can schedule it for next weekend. And then that's not going to work. And so I really think I do, I do just need to put together like an online course for it. It will be the best way for me yeah. to get what I do. Out and there. I know this guy who's starting this online course business called transcendent minds. that could right. totally give you a platform to sell that course. So how's oh, it better than that? I don't think you've ever mentioned that. Is that new? No, you didn't know this. No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got me good. I mean, that's three much like every once in a while, like just do this on purpose and like pretend to freeze. And he's like, "Oh no, Hank's frozen," but it's just me messing with him. So that's my little Pukla revenge for Casey. <laughs> <laughs> you totally thought I was serious there, too. I did. Well, you know, I kind of haven't talked about it as much as other things because we haven't officially launched it, uh, you know. Uh, right. so, but uh, we are recording mm -hmm. for that as well. So if you're also somebody who has a course, uh, we are, um, depending on the course and everything and how well your course translates to online, uh, we're offering the ability for people to come in, record in our, our studio at Goddess Elite or at HHH, and like we're putting it together on a platform called Teachable. So if you are a, a person who has a message, uh, it is intended to be something that makes people's message more accessible to the world. So you don't have to be like a famous person with a class. Anybody with a class uh, can translate that to something that we would be able to put out there for people. So throwing it out there. Uh, contact me through my website, hanksettela.com. So it's just my name, like on the screen.com. Use the contact uh, me form and you can send me a note with whatever you like. Oh, we got a message from Twitch. Very cool. Jesus. So he says, hi guys, just seeing your stream for the first time. I'm a skeptic, but a polite one. So yes, um, I would invite anyone who is skeptical about this stuff um, to just, uh, even just for a, a moment, um, so just, you know, like you said, you're present, you're watching. That's awesome. Uh, but, you know, uh, suspend your judgments around whatever this is just for the time that you're watching this. You can go back to judging things afterwards. <laughs> but just during the experience, suspend your judgments temporarily and see no, what magic makes possible. I'll tell possible. you what. My friend Dimitri, uh, he was a, uh, he is an atheist and we would have some of the best conversations I've ever had around spirituality with this gentleman. Uh, so just, you know, skeptics actually can have a huge contribution to a show like this, especially polite ones, you know, because they, they ask authentic questions that they have as skeptics that could open up the door to amazing conversations. So we right. really um, uh, thank you for being here and for being here, even though you're a skeptic, that's huge. Half the battle is showing up, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, what was I going to say? Oh, speaking of, since we're like halfway through, I did want to plug just one more time because uh, that might be a cool thing for a skeptic to watch. Would be my uh, compilation video. I just did, uh, 
Uh, that's up on YouTube now. Um, if you go to Shaman, we didn't mention that before. It's on Shaman's Way YouTube channel. That uh, logo um, right there in the top corner, Shaman's Way. Uh, that is, I think, the latest video that I published. But it's called, I think it's like Powerful Healing, Shamanic Healing Compilation. That's like all in caps at the beginning or whatever. Um, kind of made it a little uh, <laughs> like a clickbaity kind of title because people click on those. So, but uh, but anyway. Um, the, uh, but it is, it's it's like five healings that I did uh, in a row, just kind of condensed down so you can see like what the people's pain was like before and after. And I think in just about every one of those, uh, the pain was completely gone for these people that were experiencing some pretty bad pain. So, yeah. Oh, that's, really that's only the ones you did, right? The one where I had the guy screaming wasn't in, in there. No, that was, <laughs> you haven't even watched it. I sent you the last two times. You haven't watched the video. I guess I missed it. I don't. You missed it. I missed it. Well, I, I, we talk a lot offline, you know, and sometimes like I, I, I miss something. I don't know. And yesterday was really busy. I was on, I was, I was at Equity, uh, my part-time gig for another week or so. Uh, anyway, there's a story around that for another time. Uh, but, uh, and then I thought you were going to be at the office and then you weren't. Then I had to go home. I was on a stream. Then I had a board meeting oh, with the German school. This was funny. I have to share this, the whole him thing. I was going to be at the office thing. So uh, yesterday, I sent him a message saying, hey, uh, those clients that were supposed to come at, uh, tomorrow, um, they got stuck on Kelly's Island. There's like really high tides, so they're not going to be there. And um, I think you even responded to it at the time. So then I'm on a hike with my cousin after I'd done all these healing sessions. And I get a message for Hank like, hey, um, aren't you supposed to be here? Don't you have people? <laughs> and I'm like, Hank, I, I told you this yesterday. Uh, that, I, that these people rescheduled, and he goes, he goes, oh, okay. Well, I was waiting here because I thought you had people at four, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't say it at the time because I was with my cousin, and I'm like, well, first off, I told you that, but then second, it was at two o'clock, not four o'clock. So I don't know where your mind was on that. Yeah. At all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was but. on investments. You know that I, that's like my my biggest grounding day is on Monday because I'm talking about all kinds of investment stuff. So. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I have like 10 years of background in banking and stuff. And now my part-time gig, I help people do self-directed IRA investments. So if you got uh, stuff you want to do in your IRA, I probably can tell you how to do that, whether it's a private placement, real estate, all that stuff. Though I'm not officially a advisor, I just tell you the mechanism of how you do it, not what you should do. So throw that out there too. Financial shaman. It's like kind of a contradictory thing. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Thank you, Chairman. <laughs> no. but anyway, definitely a good skill set to have. It's going to teach us how to retire down the road. Of course, a wise man told me once, Tim Brainerd, have you ever heard of him? He's a, a really, I hear Fiona, a really big. Oh, she want to come in? Probably. See, I, my headphones are noise canceling. So yeah. Good thing for the viewers, letting Fiona in to make her debut here. Yep. Fiona, do you want to be on the show? Huh? No. But anyway, for those of you who don't know, Tim Brainerd, he's um, a local medium here, and he has a big affiliation with Lily Doe. He's been there a ton of times, and he's a, a huge, like, charismatic speaker. People love having him for events. But when I very, my very first show I ever did, like a little psychic fair at Elizabeth Howell's uh, fair show, uh, selling essential oils and everything, he came up to me. He's like, you know what? I'm going to tell you the secret about this work. You know what it is? He's like, you never retire. You retire, you're dead. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> no, but, but what he was saying is like, when you're doing this type of work, there is no retiring. Like when you stop doing the work, your soul's purpose is done. So he's like, never retire. Cut you back all you want. Never I retire. Actually, I, actually, I actually had that 
you're talking about spiritual work, right? Right, spiritual work. So I had that thought yesterday. Uh, well, actually, I saw a post on Facebook, right? And it was um, something like the average age of retirement is 67 and the average life expectancy is 78. So you work for 50 years to be free for 11. Does that sound like a fair deal? And um, and then I thought about it and I was, I was like, you know what? My, as far as the shamanic healing and all that stuff, like I don't think I'm ever going to stop that. Like as long as I'm alive, I'm going to be doing it. Because, like, I, I, that's the thing. I as of right now, um, I don't remember the last day that I actually worked. Uh, but I mean, I'm making money and healing people, and people are paying for it. But I'm not working. I'm just having the time of my life, just having fun doing what I love and and making money doing it. And um, yeah, like I was thinking about like if you know, I'm like you know maybe someday like will I. Like I kind of like did that thing where you said like if I go out in the future energetically, what would it feel like to at some point like retire and just not do this anymore? I'm like, no, that's not it. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna be spreading this magic until the physical shell is completely shed. <laughs> yeah, holding ceremonies, Char saying good morning, good morning, Char. I know like uh, we normally go on at like nine thirty. Oops, I think we both clicked it, or maybe I double clicked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we started early today because Casey has clients and stuff. And I was supposed to have a stream at 11 with the Soul Phone Project Science. So uh, um, our new gentleman may, uh, or lady, I'm not sure. I'm going to assume gentleman, not sure though. Um, our new, uh, there's a science has now shown through, I don't know the technology, but they call it the Soul Phone Project. And they were able to start binary dialogue first with the switch. Um, that they can get yes or no communication from spirit and they are you they used criteria to determine accuracy and now there's going to be like the next thing is the keyboard and then the next thing is the phone and they're in like a funding stage right now and it's actually being researched at universities but he was going to be on to do a presentation and uh, question and answer today at 11 but Dagnabbit, his grandkids were visiting unexpectedly, so we have to reschedule. But if people are interested in that, we're going to be doing, um, I don't know if that's going to be going out to Twitch, but it's going to be going to our... Yeah, uh, I wanted to make her a little debut here, she said. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll go to the holistic health and healing uh, youtube channel and on all the facebook feeds it will be on and if i have an extra stream i'll throw it to twitch too but uh if you're wanting the science behind things um dr mark penzik will be a great resource to ask some questions and he can speak to a little bit of the science behind how some of that stuff works to prove that there is something after this what it is you can argue about but the cell phone project is showing that proving scientifically that there's communication or there's something after this experience that we call life. So something to look forward to. We're probably going to do it tomorrow or um, or Thursday. He gave me two dates and times, and um, I'm just waiting to hear back from him if the one I picked uh, is an official go, and then we're going to be rescheduling it here. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, I, I, I do think we're going to get to a point where um, technology uh, – Catch starts to catch up a little bit to uh, to be able to pick up um, the spiritual because I know like I was an atheist back in the day and one of my things was like well science can't measure any of that spiritual stuff so you know like our instruments can't measure it so it's not real but like well no that's not the case anymore because we have cameras that can see the human energy field and like all kinds of other stuff so uh, I think the technology is slowly coming along but how cool would it be if just like say the camera technology they can see auras if they fine tune that enough and develop it to the point where they can just set 
up a camera and like you can see spiritual beings and all that stuff. That'll be a complete game changer. I, I wonder, wonder if it already exist. Well, I mean, Melissa has one of those things. We should totally play with that. And one, one thing that it's one of those ones where you have the hand thing as well as the camera and it will show you the active energy field as you're working with somebody and doing that using that technology i've done like a tuning fork session for people and as i'm using the ones for the root chakra you can see the aura gets all red and you see like things going on and as you bring up the kundalini energy you just see it shifting and matching all the colors of the chakra it's like wow that's Dude, pretty we awesome should, we should, oh i have two things one i want to do Let's talk to her, see if I can do shamanic healing for physical pain for someone and see what happens on that. And then the other thing, I would love to get, um, as I saw a video of this online where someone was doing a healing session for someone and they had a thermal camera hooked up. So you can see the area that was like really painful. It was just like all red and like hot from inflammation and stuff. And then just like a few minutes of healing and like it just, you could visibly see all the like heat and the inflammation went down. Um, so I would like, do you know anyone with a thermal camera? Cause that would be cool to say. Um, I just ran across an, another gentleman who's a skeptic actually, but it was an amazing, that's why I'm saying like skeptics. It's um, especially when it's mutual respect, it's like a, someone that doesn't mind having a conversation around things uh, and everybody's just being nice about it. But he was at Goddess Elite and we had um, the conversations about paranormal activity. He has a group that goes out and does these research and they got all those camera equipments to see that stuff. Uh, so we do have somebody that I know that, um, and he would love for us to come out probably. You know, they're always looking for people that can um, facilitate energetic changes in the spirit world that will possibly show up on camera and stuff like that. No, so, cool. so that was pretty fun. But uh, for that, um, I see you were saying you haven't heard of any scientific evidence. So just Google the cell phone project and you will find the, the work and that right now it's being uh, it's being uh, tested out in some universities and then the next point is funding for the uh, the cell phone keyboard and then eventually their goal is to be able to have an app on your phone potentially mm -hmm. well so this is funny because she said people people saying they haven't heard of any scientific evidence i think that's um there's a lot out there if you if you start to research it and actually uh i know um two people uh well one was I worked with this woman at a telemarketing company and um, I just was telling her a little bit about what I did like with energy healing and stuff like that before I, this was before I got like into healing as a, for a living. Um, and she was telling me, she's like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, she's like, you know what? I've never met anyone as open to hear about this stuff. And I don't tell a lot of people about this, but my husband is a military trained psychic. Um, and I was, that was the first time I'd heard of that. And I'm like, what does no, that mean? Well, that's a conspiracy theory, but squirrels all about that. They were, we're training people for remote viewing and all. I, kinds know, of two, I know two people whose, whose significant others are military trained psychics. So it's not a conspiracy that, well, I'm a, it's a real conspiracy if it is a conspiracy, but it's a real thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, she was telling me all these stories about like after his training, like he would just like before nine 11, this dude woke up like in a panic in the middle of the night. He was like nine 11, blah, blah, blah. And like, like saying like the date and time and all this like information stuff and at the time they're like what the heck is like calm down what is this about and then like not that well, it was like a year later or something 9-11 happened and all that stuff that he explains like, the exact time and all that stuff and um but this was a dude who like you know well anyway so the military trains psychics and they also bring in psychics to train military so like not just military psychics but they train soldiers in various techniques like um uh, they, they train soldiers on how to extend their um, energy field out past their body to sense like where enemies are in the battlefield. That's one thing that they and, and I saw an interview of a guy who works and trains U.S. soldiers to do that. And he was talking about how like how, what he does for all of that. And, uh, so, yeah, no, it's very real, very real stuff. Um, yeah. So but uh, again, a lot of the um, 
there, there is. There's a ton of scientific evidence for uh, like telekinetic abilities, psychic abilities, healing. Um, even the Cleveland Clinic here locally does a ton of research on um, like the effects of energy healing, on, uh, like the healing process. And they did a double-blind placebo study on Reiki. I had a friend who was one of the Reiki healers. They had real Reiki people and they had fake Reiki people. So you didn't know if you were getting a real practitioner or not. But uh, poor Ernie, he was going in to do a session and someone called him out. Hey, Ernie, yeah, you're one of the real ones. Cool. Good to see you here. And then they had to kick him out because now everybody knew he was a real practitioner. <laughs> uh, so, but, but, but they would even, I guess, uh, do blood draws and all kinds of stuff to see physiologically what was changing. And though they couldn't necessarily say why what's happening is happening, they could see that something was happening. And you can even get Reiki sessions before and after surgeries now, um, yeah. they, all by volunteers. But the clinic even has that. So it's a yeah. uh, Cleveland Clinic employs energy healers if that tells you anything about where we are going yeah yeah it's just amazing so um like you said uh spirituality and metaphysics and scientific is starting to come together there's absolutely yeah there's no reason whatsoever oh, we're not trying to make you not a skeptic i see well i'm still a skeptic you can't oh yeah yeah, yeah, cool. yeah absolutely. <laughs> actually i have to put it up because i love the little emoji so i have to throw it on there cool little. <laughs> <laughs> very oh, cool awesome. <laughs> no oh, what and I, I love that you showed up because it kind of spawned a whole different direction that we took things. So it did. yeah, no, that was cool. I, um, but yeah, no, I'm very excited. Uh, and I do, I guess I really want to get someone with a thermal camera and film this stuff. Well, um, how much is one? Like, could we just buy one? That's true. I'm sure the price has come down a lot. Um, and because I, I think back in the day I had looked and they were like a little more expensive, but I'm sure you can get one for not that much. <laughs> Because right now my, my target was getting some of the better microphones and things, which I have coming tomorrow. Uh, hopefully I'll have mic stands to go with them for doing our recording of the um, the group healing session with the crystal bowls and everything. But our next thing, um, one, I would love to get a somatic plate, which is these like these big square things that you hook up to like an amp type of thing. And you can send a very specific frequency through. And if you put sand or salt or something similar on the plate, you can see from the frequency you put through what pattern it will make. And just from a healing perspective, like if you have like 432, which is like um, a, a very noted frequency in the healing world, it creates a 16 pointed star that looks like a sun, but 440 is just kind of an incoherent energy blob. So like you can start to see like how certain frequencies can impact the human body and how they actually create different structures in us and stuff like that. So fun stuff. Yeah, so that's one of my, on my technology wish list. We got that, we got the thermal camera. What else, what other? tech toys could these shaman boys get <laughs> whatever tech toys could these shaman boys get? yeah you know i gotta like throw in the cheesy rhyme you know, that's how i roll i'm the cheesy oh, I shaman. Love it. i love it so much <laughs> well um we're i feel like we're getting we're getting to we've been oh oh no it's 42 minutes um so uh i did really want to say before i forget um, anyone who is interested in experiencing shamanic healing for themselves tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time, that's what we call our time zone, is Eastern time, right? Yes. I'm so confused on that. Um, <laughs> that uh, you can um, join uh, virtually, uh, be energetically present for a group healing. We're going to have all kinds of crystal bowls, um, rattles, didgeridoos. We're going to be singing in light language. So it'll be a cool experience um, either way. Um, but you can pre register for that event. Uh, stir crazy shamans the event is there um and uh, if you pre-register then we will include your name and call in your specific energy for the ceremony either way you can tune in and be present for it um but uh, really excited about that and then um stay tuned also to stir crazy shamans page we now have a meetup group also 
if you're in the Northeast Ohio area or if you want to travel to the Northeast Ohio area, we'll be having uh, many meetups this season um, and well into the future where we're going to get together for group healing, um, like out in nature. We're going to do group shamanic healing sessions. And like uh, we're also going to do what we, Hank and I were talking about, like a, at, even at the center, we could do HHH center. We could do um, uh, like a, a shamanic healing share. So have like me and Hank and maybe if any other shamanic practitioners want to come, just have like an open clinic for whoever wants to walk in and receive quick healing sessions. Yeah, I would even open that up. We have uh, uh, four years worth of people who have taken the shaman apprenticeship program that I, I actually had the idea to do that, but I just never actualized it. So we can enroll that out to all the alumni. There's uh, quite a few people that might uh, choose to come out. And I just realized, I hope I didn't tell Mark that I could do tomorrow. I have to go back. I'm going to check in a second to make sure if I told him I could do Wednesday that I, I take that back. Because yeah. I, I think I wasn't thinking in that moment about that because it's not on my calendar. So it wouldn't have blocked out my time. Well, I almost did that last week. <laughs> I had a client and I'm like, hey, is it cool if I see this person in 11 at HHH. He's like, uh, that's when we're doing the group healing session. And I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's the, uh, sometimes shamans uh, can be a little all over the place. No, <laughs> I've double booked myself many times. In fact, that's how I found Access Consciousness because I had double booked myself. I was supposed to be hosting an event and I was supposed to be teaching an event. I'm like, well, that's not going to work. So Ryan had to sit in for me at one of them and he learned how to do uh, some of the access tools. And then he showed me and I was like, wow, that was awesome. And I became a facilitator. So, but, so sometimes double booking, it creates <laughs> new opportunities and things. Um, that we encourage double booking. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I try to avoid that. That's why I have a scheduling software and everything, but even that, despite the technology, I still excel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, but we were also thinking about for those meetups, it could just be something as simple as we're meeting up or we're going hiking. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily have to be um, ceremony related. We're looking to use that to build more of a community around uh, shamanism with, a, you know, just incorporating it into all kinds of fun stuff that we do. Um, yes. uh, so that, I wanted to, before I forget, if you're watching today at 2 p.m., I'm having people meet at um, the Metro Parks. Uh, it's Little Cedar Point Picnic Area is the name of the like, area that we're meeting. Um, and uh, anyone who wants to come at 2 p.m. today at Little, Little, Cedar Point, Little Cedar Point Picnic Area in the Metro Parks, you can come for a one-on-one -on -one shamanic healing session. Uh, the only thing I ask in return for these free sessions is that you allow me to record it to uh, put on YouTube. To get and, and I may be there as well. I should bring my own SD card because you'll run out. Huh. How many do you have? Every time I come home and I upload them, I delete everything off the camera. So, yeah. I mean, unless we had like 20 people show up. I think, well, which would be awesome. Well, well how would it get any better than that? Yeah, because right. I might be able to come out uh, with the boys and everything because like, my other thing got canceled. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so I'd love, awesome. love to have you, definitely. And I, well, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm doing a quick one at 11 a.m., but I'm not advertising that one. I'm just meeting one person out there uh, because... Um, that was the time that worked for both of us to kind of coordinate that. But, um, uh, but, the, but yeah, 2 PM, anyone who wants to show up, uh, Hank, Hank will probably be there. I'm definitely going to be there doing healing. So we would love to have anyone. Uh, and if you're just kind of curious, maybe need like more specific, like if you have a couple questions or whatever, you can reach out to Hank or I at the stir crazy shamans page or to me on shamans way, Facebook page, send us a private message. Ironically, I don't think I put a contact us 
thing yet. But I will. I, I'm going to put. Um, I'm going to put an app in for people to be able to just use um, Facebook Messenger to communicate through the page, and I'll put a contact form too, just in case. So I, I will do that. I'm. A, I am our web person, so I'm not like a professional web person, but I can find my way around a website. So if you haven't checked it out yet, all the audios are uploaded now, all the videos are uploaded now, and uh, all the meetups and stuff are there, and we're going to continue to add. You can even watch the show live from our website. It's like showing there now, and you can comment on our website and interact with us. So if you go to stircrazyshamans.com, you can check all that out. And then the final thing I was going to mention, because it starts Thursday, so if you are going to choose it, if you're one of my last-minute choosers, um, you, today would be ideal because you have some reading material to catch up on, but we're starting the 20-week apprenticeship program on uh, Thursday uh, at seven o'clock. And before that time, if you do d decide to choose it, uh, we're asking try to read all the handouts. There's about seven handouts that you would uh, want to read before the next class and have uh, 15 sets or 12, yeah, 15 sets of three leaves to do a kintu blessing and a cloth. So then, and then the rest you'll have to catch up on. But if you're interested in kind of diving into the Pakokuna tradition of the Karo Indians of Peru, that is starting on Thursday with my teacher, Don Zane Kerfman, who is the author of Inca Mountain Magic, just to throw the book out there if you are interested in finding a place to start. All right. So everyone, I want to thank you so much for being present. Um, thank you for your energy and your attention. Uh, just a big thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. A Nike, a Nike, a Nike, which is thank you and catch you up. We will catch you next time.